Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Risk and Reward, the golf podcast from Winning Edge Investments that aims to keep you on the right side of the betting ledger. My name's Rod Murray. Good to have your company as the golf world continues to roll on on both sides of the Atlantic. Regular listeners are familiar with the way things work here at Risk and Reward, but for new audience members, firstly, a big welcome, and I'll quickly run through the basics. My job is to press record and capture the musings of the real star of this particular show, professional golfer and lifelong punter, John Evans. The only thing JE's been doing longer than his 50 years as a PGA member is punting on various forms of racing and sport, and he tells me that he's also doubled in a bit of bookmaking along the way. As well, JE, before we get to the promotional offers and this week's betting tips, welcome as always from what I understand is a super sunny and warm New Zealand. You must feel like you're still in Fiji. Yeah, thanks, Rod. Um, <laughs> I've got I've got a, a onesie and a two jump two jumpers. I've got the, I've got two heaters blaring out uh, the fire, and. Um, it's colder than a mother-in-law's kiss. Yeah, there you go. The the onesie is a mental picture that I don't think I'll ever be able to erase, J.E. So keep that one to yourself. Good to have you aboard, and I hope you're staying nice and toasty over there during this cold snap. Now, before we come to last week's result and th- results and this week's tips, J.E., a bit of homework for the new listeners. The point of the podcast is to do a bit of educating and entertaining about golf at the top level, but I guess its main purpose is to help people win money gambling on the game. Now, the best way to do that is to sign up for the weekly Winning Edge Investments Golf newsletter, which you spend hours putting together each week, finding value bets across all of the world's major golf circuits. Those who do that and commit to either a three or 12-month subscription get a profit guarantee, which I'll get you to explain shortly. But those who just want to test the waters get access to one or two of your selections each week via this podcast. Now, Jay, give the listeners a couple of reasons why they might consider signing up for the newsletter, and you might as well let them know about the special discount offer for podcast listeners while you're about it. Okay. Well, um, let's talk about the hard part first. Um, The normal price per month is $150, which is $1,800 a year. However, we reduced that by 25%. So that becomes $112.50 a, a, a month. So that reduces the price considerably. Um, and we also have, as you explained, a price guarantee. And the price guarantee is this is if you back our selections uh, at the price quoted, which you should be able to do each week, and you bet the amount of money that's uh, satisfactory to you, in other words, you're a percentage of your bank, then uh, you will either make a profit, which you'll be very pleased about, and uh, re-up, re-up uh, for next year, mm-hmm. or you'll make a loss. And we calculate ongoing every week and send it out if you require it, or you can find it on our website, www.winningedgeinvestments.com you can find a record of every bet that we have advised and bet uh, and every uh, staking plan and if that plan makes a loss then you get your money back so you've got a money back guarantee you you do have to spend the money first we we're aware of that and we don't repay the interest at two percent or three <laughs> percent but um but we refund your money. Uh, but, of course, the reason we offer that guarantee is because we've never had to do that. We keep making uh, profits. This year already we've had a 700-to-1 winner, 
in uh, Nate Lashley and a $400 winner in in uh, uh, Keith Mitchell. Yep. And we have had a couple of other guys get very close and we recommend if they do get close that you crush some of your bet or bet back or lay, whatever term you understand. But it's called arbitraging in finance. And as a result, over time, we increase your stake. Now, if we get two to three winners for the year, if we get two winners, you make about double your money. If we get three winners, you triple your money. Um, and one year, we got four winners, including a $1,000 winner, and that was an exceptionally good year. Uh, but we've had a lot of other times where we've got very close to $1,000 winners. In fact, we got one other $1,000 winner, uh, Ted Potter Jr. So, so basically, we're saying, back us, you've got to invest, but it's a no-downside investment. Well, you're, you're backing yourself, aren't you? That's what winning edge investments is. They're backing, backing yourself. The, the, it really it, it makes it not betting at all because uh, there's nothing to lose if you sign up for that three- or 12-month subscription. So uh, some interesting stuff in all that. Just for people, when you go to the Winning Edge Investments website and you sign up for the three or 12 months, use promo code GOLF25 and you'll get a 25, that 25% discount for the life of your subscription. And uh, I suppose the other thing about what you've explained there, J.E., and it's important, and I know I bang on about this and regular listeners will have had enough of hearing it, but... There won't be many winning weeks, will there? However, the key is finding the value bets where you only need one or two or three to get up in any given 12-month period to be in front. So we might feel like we're on these runs of week after week after week where there's not much in the way of returns, but that's not at all unusual, nor is it anything to be panicky about. Well, we also added we added to the service. Um, there, is, there is clearly um, a situation where a gambler uh, is seeking uh, wins more often, and 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 you know that's why horses start favourites because people want to find a winner every minute, every of the day. But our examples and our situation results demonstrates that if you're patient and you follow our tips, that you will increase your wealth that's why it's called investing Mm -hmm. whereas people who tip john rahm this week at about six or seven dollars or rory mcelroy every week at six or seven to ten dollars they're going to lose their money that's gambling Mm -hmm. so this is not gambling it's investing and it's like uh, as an example you might decide right i'm going to buy a a share in west farmers i'm going to pay 10 bucks for it and I'm going to buy X number of it. And at the end of the year, I'm expecting them to get the 12 bucks. I've made 20% and I'm as happy as a, as a sand boy. But our business, we're saying, we'll do better than that. We'll double your money, maybe triple your money. And if you lose, we'll give back the money you paid for the share. Now, it's a phenomenal offer. And if you understand that we don't think you'll win every week, but we've added the top 20 tips to, to sort of get whet your appetite. And so far over the time, I think it's now eight weeks, over time we've gradually appreciated uh, our bank. Um, last week we had a, a minor loss. We lost 0.4 of a unit. We did uh, back um, Tyrrell Hatton 
who had previously been first, first and second. And he uh, he tried to get out. He actually tried to miss the boat, but he, he finished tied for 20th. Yeah, right tied. on the number. Was it one more bogey? That would have been it for us. Yeah, well, and not only that, but there were seven of them tied for five spots. So, um, so, so he only just fell in, but but he did get in there, and and that and that, uh, that meant we won his bet. But uh, uh, but because we had five or six bets, we lost point four of a unit, which is which is not a particularly large sum given the extent of the sort of uh, returns we get. So, but over time, over the time, we've been winning uh, at the at the uh, top twenty bets. So we keep doing it. So we've done a, I've done a few more this week uh, because I, I do think uh, it's an opportunity to amortise our weekly losses. Mm, indeed. The, the key to the whole thing is having a bit of golf knowledge, it feels to me, John. I know, I know golf a bit, nothing like what you do. And every week when I see your tips, I think to myself, that really is over the odds. That really is over the odds. That really is over the odds. Now, it doesn't mean that any one of them are going to get up on any given week. But mathematics says, doesn't it, that... If you keep finding these value bets where players who are over the odds and you're on them over the odds, you're going to get some home every now and then, aren't you? Well, you might not, but the secret, but we do. The reality is, is if you keep finding guys who are on the way up and overpriced, or perhaps have had a very good record in the past and have only just come back into the in, in, into playing in in the on the professional tours for whatever reason. And there are a couple there today that have very good records, are able to win when they get the opportunity, and because they haven't, they've either not been on the radar because they're young, uh, or they've been on the radar but they've dropped off because of injury or some other factor, and they're coming back in. Their price is well beyond what it would be if they had been playing every week. So. What I'm trying to do each week is I go through every tournament, I check their previous results in that particular tournament, their, their previous results for the last 20 weeks at every event, and I basically go through the prices and find the best price. The, the, the guys who are well over them at the prices I determine they are. And then we also choose to bet on Betfair, uh, but bet, because Betfair offers... offers twice the odds of the corporate bookmakers. Uh, if you're betting with a TAB, you might be getting 250 to one, and we've got 1,000 to one. So you're far, you've got to back four winners on the TAB to get up to our one. So you're far better to bet on the Betfair. But the other advantage of Betfair is if you get in close to the lead, we can amortise or uh, arbitrage and get part of your stake back, if not all of your stake, and consequently win whether he wins or he loses, as we've demonstrated and we've talked about this week and week out, uh, about the opportunities that have presented themselves and how we've taken advantage of them and the fact that we win. I mean, one week we won 5,000 when the guy, both guys lost. Yes. So, so that's really explains, and the, and the advantage of Betfair is the fact that you are at double or triple the odds. It means you can get the stake back and still be at the odds of the prices that the corporates are betting. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, it, I, I'm really starting to 
to say it much more than I think there's an education process here, even for probably long time gamblers. I suspect, Je, as to how it works. But that's that's the nirvana, is it? When you've you've picked somebody at a thousand to one, and you get to Sunday afternoon with six or seven holes to go, and they're right there, either leading or one or two shots back. That's when the real opportunity to make money arrives, because you 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 are now in a no lose situation, and that's what it's taken me a while to get my head around. I think most people are used to normal betting. You you back Rory McIlroy, and he finished second. Well, you didn't win. That's not well, how to, this works. I want to uh, give you a great example. Um, and I don't think he'll mind me telling this. In fact, he'd probably really like it. But um, he's a he's an inveterate gambler. In fact, he's a, he's a long-term gambler loser. But this year, he's chosen Canberra Raiders in the NRL. And he's... He, he back started backing them at about sixty or seventy to one, and he's finished up. He's got ten thousand dollars to seven to six hundred and twenty dollars. So he's got one hell of a bet. So he's pretty chipper about it. And I said, "Well, wait a minute." I said, "He's he's in the final. Uh, they're now three dollars thirty. You can have uh, say around about you can have three thousand or say." 3,000 to 1,500. And so against, on Betfair, against the Canberra Raiders. And so what happens then is if the Canberra Raiders win, he, he wins 7,000. And if the Canberra Raiders lose, he wins 1,500. So he's in a position where he can win if they win and win if they that's lose. Right. A- and you can only do that on Betfair. Yeah, uh, so so he's he's in an extraordinarily strong position to make a buck. And it took me he, he said, I don't, he said, I, I don't want to do that. He said, I want to back the other team. I said, no, no, if you back the other team, you're you don't win as much. You're I said, you've got hmm. you've got the money in the bank. I said, you've only got to lay Canberra. So he's gonna do that. Uh, in fact, I think they've already done it. So he he's if Canberra happened to win, and there's and their second favourites in a two-horse race, if Canberra happened to win, he'll he'll go home and he'll think to himself, "Well, I could have had ten thousand, but the difference between winning ten thousand and seven thousand for him isn't as great as the difference between winning fifteen hundred and losing six twenty. And that's where the, the 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 crushing or the arbitrage aspect becomes such a great thing because. If he wins seven thousand, he's still a genius. But if they lose and he wins fifteen hundred, he's a bigger genius. Yep, yep absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bit like catch twenty two, isn't it? The greatest catch of all. I know that we're both fans of that. We won't go into it now, but uh, you can win if they win, and you can win if they lose as well. Uh, you've already mentioned there. So Tyrrell Hatton did the job for us in the top twenty at the Dunhill Links, as you said. Twice a previous winner and second the year before was an outrageous odds in the top 20. You didn't miss that. Well done. He did just sneak in for us. So as you said, uh, offset last week's losses. So let's move on to this week and let's go to the US first. The Shriners Hospitals for Children Open. It's a mouthful, the name of the tournament. What's the field like? Uh, and then we can run through who you're on and why. It's um, it's it's still a second-rate field. Um what happens, I think, is that uh, a lot of the better players take a holiday between uh, the FedEx Cup finals and Christmas, 
and turn up at uh, Hawaii for the the Champions event. But they've realised that if they don't turn up every now and then, some of the younger players get such a big head start. It's a big, it's a hard job for them to make the top thirty at the end of the of the of the season. So they come out and they play um, sort of one event or two events in these what they call the four series. But the fields, as a result, are of lesser quality. And so what that does, I think, is it gives perhaps the second-tier players a little better chance. And I've found that these events, the big-priced winners pop up more often, Mm. more regularly. So I'm putting plenty of tips in for these events. Um, when you get start to get down to the Masters and the bigger events where they're all there, the the, the roughies don't pop up as often. They pop up every now and then, like Sean McKeel in the PGA and uh, uh, and others like that, but but uh, they don't pop up as often. So these early events you want to be on, you want to be in there, and uh, we've found a couple here that I think are way over the odds, and we'll explain why uh, when, when we get into them. Let's do so. John Hart. At $1,000, why John Ha? The question mark, as I like to call him. Very, very good uh, player. Uh, went to university in America. Had some early success. He's been a little out of form, but last week and the week before, he, he, he showed a bit of... Uh, uh, had a couple of good rounds. Um, I thought he was he, he would shorten, but he hasn't. So at $1,000... He's right in there. Indeed. And now I'm, I might be mistaken, someone might correct me, but I'm almost 100% certain that John Ha was the last Q School winner to go on and win a PGA Tour event. The Q School now, of course, only gets you onto the secondary tour. So before that all changed, he was the last person to graduate from the Q School onto the tour and then go on to win a PGA Tour event. I'm going to go back six or seven years for that to happen. So happy to be corrected, but that's my recollection. Well, Sorry. He's kept his card. He's kept his card, which means that he's he's in the top um, top uh, one hundred, is it? top top one twenty five, which is a greater achievement than most of us give it credit for, give it, get credit for, isn't it, Jay? To keep your card on the PGA Tour is it says a lot about a player. It's not an easy thing to do year in and year out. Well, not only that, but it means that he's popping up. When you think that there are some guys who, who miss out on that top one twenty five, who. Uh, who um, actually run second or third in a few events. It's unbelievable. So Johnny Hart is obviously having some reasonable events, and uh, that's why we've got him in at 1000 bucks. Indeed. So you've you picked 12 this week for subscribers, Steve. We've got three to give to podcast Pete. The second one is Rob Oppenheim, also at $1,000. And any player at $1,000 sounds like they might be over the odds. Uh, J.E., Rob Oppenheim, why is he on your list this week? Well, I can't believe he's he's $1,000. He, he, I think he ran second about three weeks ago. Um, so I think you might be right, actually. I think that's phenomenal. I'm not only that, but I, uh, let, let me just check here. I think I can find him quickly. Um, but I, anyway, he's, he's, his record recently has been very good, and I've, I've, he's been a, I've been a fan of his. Um, so I thought that 1000 bucks was way over the odds, and that's why we, that's why he, here he is. He's he's made three out of the last five cuts, and um, he finished ninth about five weeks ago. Yeah, he, so, he bobbed up somewhere. I distinctly remember it. You're right. Yeah. So now he has missed the cut here twice, but but his form in the last 
uh, year or two has been a lot better. So that's that's why he's in there. Yeah, it's a particularly low-scoring event from memory, this one, or tends to be. It's at the, uh, quite a wide golf course, TPC. Someone says it's a very PGA Tour course, the sort of thing the players really lap up. It's a bit of a putting contest uh, at the end of the week. Patton Kizire. Third tip for podcast, Pete, at $440. This is, I think, a two-time PGA Tour winner, Patton Kazaya. This, this is a good example of this. He's, he's $161 on the corpus. So you're getting almost three times the odds. Yeah. And in, he's played this tournament three times in the last five years. He's finished second once and fourth the other time. <laughs> so, 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 you know, I mean, like that's not a bad record. Common sense uh, says four hundred and forty dollars is a value bet, doesn't it? <laughs> plus, plus his record. He he led the FedEx Cup for for almost the first five months because he won two events in the fall series, and I think he won won the big one, one of the big ones in. Uh, I think he won the he won the Champions event in in Hawaii. So here's a guy with a record on the course, uh, plays well in the preseason in the autumn fall, and he's four hundred bucks. Well. Let's, let's get on. Crazy. And he's not in your top 20 bets. We're coming to the top 20 bets now. He's not in your top 20 bets for podcast, Pete, but I don't think I'm revealing too much when I suggest he is in there for subscribers, Steve, which that's maybe even more value. I think he's at, he's at $9.60 to finish top 20 with a record like you've just outlined. That's, that's almost giving money away, isn't it? Yeah, you really? start giving away. You start giving away these tips. We they might, it was my turn. You've done it every week since we've been doing the podcast, and I never have. So it was about time I made myself look good in the eyes of the punters. But, uh, Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, top 20. We might take out one of the other ones. Uh, let's come to the top 20. And I think there's a lot of value, particularly in here, I feel, Jay. And I've watched the top 20 bets as you've been doing them, as you said, these last eight weeks. And some of the odds in here are almost more stunning than the – the thousand dollar odds uh, in the for the the sort of win, I think. Martin Trainer at fifty dollars this week. Why have you picked him? Well, I'm I'm not going to tell you another one because you already take a stolen my thunder. But Martin Trainer at fifty bucks won last year, so he's he hasn't had a good uh, period since, but he did uh, a couple of good rounds about two weeks ago. So fifty dollars for the top twenty for a winner in two thousand eighteen. And uh, there's one other guy in here who's won this tournament. I'm not telling you who he is because I'm not allowed to. But he's at $65, wow. top 20, and he's won this tournament. Yeah, You know golfers, Jay, and you know professional golfers. We see this, don't we? Really good players have a bit of a slump, and but the really good ones almost always come back, don't they? Um, you, can't, you just can't write off PGA Tour oh. winners like that. Well, I want to tell you a little story. Is I won the Samoa. This is I don't often talk about myself. Well, not 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 on TV, on radio anyway. But it's not often much I, to talk uh, about JE. Let's be completely. No, well, that's true. That's true. But anyway, <laughs> I won the Samoan Open. Well, the next two years I went back. I ran second both times, and I also won the first two Vanuatu Opens, and ran second the third time. So there's horses for courses, and that's why we're putting in these guys with. Uh, previously good records. Uh, I will say that the Vanuatu Open, that the first two that I won, there were only two players, <laughs> but the third year they all turned up. So so just uh, bear, you know, bear with my example. But uh, anyway, this other guy, he's a previous winner here, and, and whilst he's he's been out of form, and there seems to be some reasons for that, if he's going to uh, come good... The, the good memories of this course and this event are going to be where he will come back. So that's why we put him in, and he's at 
huge odds. Yeah, I mean, clearly it's a physical game, Je, but by far the thing that separates winners from everybody else on the at the top levels of golf is the mind, isn't it? And that's it, it. As you say, a previous winner coming back to a place where they've won, having had some struggles. If there's going to be the beginnings of a turnaround, every chance this is where it'll start. Well, far from be be it for me to compare you to Ray Floyd, <laughs> but Ray Floyd said that. Uh, 90% of the game was in the mind. And and uh, and uh, when you get to the stage where you've got a PGA Tour card, I think it's fair to say that 90% of the game is in the mind. So so that uh, that those good memories, um, in my view, are worth a number of points in the gambling. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, final one of the top 20 bets for this week, Brendan Todd at $21. It's a name that a lot of people probably will recognise, a very well-credentialed PGA Tour player. $21, even if you didn't know anything about golf and you just looked at his record, you'd say that seems to be generous. Well, Brendan Todd was a very regular contender up until about three years ago, and... Uh, would never have been more than four or five dollars to be in the top twenty in any event, even a major event, I don't think. But he had he fell into a slump, and I think he got the yips with his long clubs with his driver. But he went off to see Bradley Hughes, who's carving out a fantastic reputation and a very very impressive um, group of players, including a number of tour pros. And he's got Brendan Todd under his wing, and. Brendan Todd has actually come back into form and has made a number of cuts recently. And he then has missed a couple of cuts and all of a sudden he's back out the lines again. So at $21 for the top 20, I'm backing Brendan Todd to come back into form because I'm sure he'll be off to see Bradley Hughes again. Value, uh, value bets, and a shout out to Brad Hughes, who is doing some fabulous work and does some fantastic work online. As you say, I know you're a very big fan of his, and he's a guy I know personally, terrific bloke. Brad Hughes, if you're interested at all in working on your golf swing, go and check out his website, BradleyHughes.com. Brad, you can send me a check for that later. Uh, let's stay in America, but we'll move to the LPGA. Uh, Jay, I know the markets can quite often be thinner or thin with the women's golf. How is the LPGA Volunteers of America Classic? You've got a couple of bets in, so it tells me that they're not as thin as they sometimes are. Are we seeing an increase in interest in women's golf via betting as well. I think we're seeing more eyeballs on the game with each year, and events like the Solheim Cup don't hurt, that's for sure. There's um, there's still a, th- a thin market, um, but every now and then, for some reason, Betfair, whoever sets the odds, gets it wrong. And uh, uh, it's hard to find a significant number of picks. We've only got four picks this week which I found, but uh, two of them are phenomenal odds. And I'll let you talk about the first one, Maria Fassi, who we've put in at $330. Well, uh, talk about a rising star of the game. I know you're a huge fan of hers and her golf swing, as is every analyst I've heard who's seen her play the game. She, of course, alongside Jennifer Cupcho, when they were amateurs earlier this year, uh, contended for the, the inaugural Augusta National Women's Classic, I think it was called, amateur event for the women. Put on an amazing show around the back nine there at Augusta National, both of them. Uh, it was a fantastic thing. And I suppose we're waiting for Maria Fassi to fulfil her potential. Would that be a fair way to say it? Yeah, she's, she's too good physically not to be a contender. Uh, and it's, at some point in the not-too-distant future, you've got to think that, like Cupcho, she's really going to come into her own at this top level. Well, she's strong. I mean, Cupcho hit possibly the finest 
fairway wood into the, I think it's 15 or 13. At 13, was 13 at, at uh, Augusta, which, which off a side hill lie was one of the best golf shots I've ever seen in my life. But Fassie, I think, had about a five iron or a six iron in. She's long. And mm. so we know that length is a huge advantage on the on the men's tour. And it, and it is indubitably an advantage on the ladies' tour. She she has had one or two forays into the top 10 or 20. Um, but she's learning her game, learning her learning the craft of being a golf professional. There's a lot of things she's got to learn about travelling and about paying her own way and all those other things. But there's no doubt Maria Fassi's going to become a very strong, world-class player. And I think she'll have multiple wins on the LPGA Tour. And let's hope it's this week. At 330 bucks. I couldn't let her go. No, and I don't think you're going to see her at 300 In 10 years' time, I think you'd be very surprised if we looked back and we'd seen her start at $330 too many times more often. The other one that you've picked this week, as you said, you mentioned four. We're going to give two here for podcast beat. And this really is quite staggering. Pernilla Lindbergh, who won the ANA Inspiration last year, the first major of the year on the women's tour, in a playoff over in B Park, one of the true legends of the game, having had to sleep on the knowledge she was in a playoff on Sunday night. They had to call the play due to bad light, and they came back on Monday morning to finish it off. Uh, $930. Is that ever the right price for a major winner in any tournament, Jay? Well, well, it might be, but not if they won it last year. I mean, this is only one year ago, so... I thought it was unbelievable odds, so uh, that's why I wanted to get it out to podcast, Pete. 930 bucks. it won't last long. It's the sort of default price for Betfair, um, as $1,000 is the, is the men's uh, default price, and I just think she's got under the radar. There's, there's, one, there's another one under the radar, I'm not going to tell you about her, but... But at nine hundred and thirty bucks, just get on and, and and get on for the top twenty as well. We we haven't put her in there, but get her on for that. Indeed, and I've got to say, just a, 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 I saw Penilla personally at the Vic Open a couple of years ago before she won the A Inspiration. She made one of the greatest up and downs I've ever seen in person, from an impossible spot behind. I think it's the twelve green par three on the back nine. There, uh, five would have been a good score, and she somehow managed to wriggle the ball within fifteen feet, and then she hold the putt to cap it off. And that tells you things about a player, doesn't it? There's an awful lot going goes into making that kind of par from there. You've got to be a good player physically, but you've got to be a good player mentally too because she would have known five would have been a good number from where she hit it off the tee. So go Penilla Lindbergh this week. She hasn't been in great form, but uh, that is generous, generous, generous odds. $930. Let's move across to Europe and wrap this up fairly quickly. The Spanish Open, uh, probably formerly one of the top events on the European Tour, probably lost a bit of its luster in more recent years. Not a superb field uh, gathered this week, though there's a lot of good Spanish players, a bit like the Australian Open. It'll be a terrific competitive week, you would think, uh, even though there might not be some of the superstars available. John Rahm is in the field, but he's not who you've gone for. No surprises there. Ashun Wu at $210, a name that a lot of people might not be familiar with. He won uh, last year, and he's... Been coming into form. He's he's had a couple of uh, I think he won top ten, a couple of top twenties. Uh, I'm just hoping to get him before he gets down to about eighty bucks. Previous winner on the European Tour and John Catlin at three hundred ninety dollars. I'm going to be completely honest. I know almost nothing about John Catlin aside from I'm sure I've seen his name on leaderboards as I've been scrolling them in my work as a sort of golf writer. <laughs> Tell me about John Catlin. Well, John Catlin's a, an older player who's who's sort of graduated up through the ranks and. Uh, He's very, very consistent, and 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 I've noticed that he, he he has a couple of early good rounds, and then he's not quite good in the third round. But 
he'll be learning at this level. And um, I haven't tipped him previously, but I've kept a very close eye on him. And I thought that uh, it's about time that he uh, got into the uh, right into that uh, competitive area, the top four or five. So we've got him in at three ninety. But he's by no means the longest price. We've got a couple at a thousand bucks. So, uh, awesome. but I just thought um, normally we tip the thousand dollar ones. I thought I'd go in there and uh, give a couple of uh, shorter ones there today. Some good, interesting ones in there for subscribers, Steve. And finally, the top twenty bets at the Spanish Open this week. Jose Maria Olathebel. Jay, I never thought the day would come. Is this an emotional bet from you? Jose Maria, $42 to finish top 20. First things first, has to be said in his home country, does seem generous, but a career that's winding down, played his last BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth a couple of weeks ago. What's the reasoning with Jose Maria for you? Um, it's the Open of the España. He's Spanish. If he gets anywhere near the lead... He'll be like Tiger when he won. The crowd will pick him up and they'll carry him and they'll probably hit the four irons for him and the driver off the deck. You know, <laughs> he, he's going to, he's only got to show some, and he's shown a bit of form in the last, uh, he's played a few events and he's shown a bit of form. And my thinking is $42, top 20. He's only got to have a couple of 69s in the first two rounds mm-hmm. and He'll he'll just it'll carry on the the old competitive juices will flow back a bit like Peter Senior winning all those big events in um, in Australia at the age of fifty seven it just he was in he's in a position where all of a sudden he becomes the crowd favourite and and that is one huge of a fillip yeah absolutely and there's nothing to lose is there for a player in that position he's got he's got nothing to lose there's no pressure at all at any stage during it except for maybe if he's got the lead with a couple of holes to go right up until then. There's no expectation on him, no matter what. So, as you say, it'll be all positive vibes for Jose. And, in fact, I'd love to see it. Might be one of the stories of the year if he managed to get up and win it. But top 20 would be a not outrageous result. One more in the top 20s from you. Grant Forrest, $7.40. A little bit like John Catlin. Not a player I know an awful lot about. Uh, what's what's made you think of him this week top, for the top 20? Top, top amateur. Won the Lynx Championship as an amateur and uh, had a very good record in the Walker Cup and those sort of uh, team matches. And I've got him in there because he, he showed a bit of form about uh, seven or eight weeks ago, I think, in France on a tough golf course. And I thought, this kid's got ability. He didn't he didn't falter at the end. He, he got on and he's, he, he's, he's, his odds have been short for the last four or five weeks and all of a sudden he drifted out. So I've got him in there at $7.40 for the top 20. He is a player. He's a comer. He's a sort of English equivalent of, say, not so much Matthew Wolf, but but just below that level. Uh-huh. So you like the cut of his jib, I think is how we'd sum that up, J.E., which is... Uh, if he was a sailor, you'd be dead right. <laughs> he'd be dead right. Uh, fantastic to talk to you. I hope Podcast Pete's noted down all of those bets. Uh, head on over to the Winning Edge Investments website. Sign up for the newsletter. The uh, three and 12 months comes with the profit guarantee and the 25% discount promo, Golf 25. J.E., great to catch up this week. Already looking forward to next week, but thank you for some time today. No, Rod, thank you for your time and uh, and I love your work. <laughs> very kind of you. You're one of a very small and select group there alongside my mum, which is fantastic. That's it for Risk and Reward this week. We'll be back to do it all again here on the Risk and Reward podcast.